All right, Chris Mitchell, FIU Athletics Podcast. Thanks for taking some time, man. Yes, How are you? I'm good. I'm just ready for the game on Saturday. We got a big one. This yeah, is probably huge. one of the games of, nah. of Conference USA nah, this weekend. I'm, I'm, I'm preparing for this game like it's the championship. For real. Yeah. yeah. We'll certainly talk about that and, and a lot of what's already happened this year. First thing I want to ask you, though, is about last Friday. I want to know how your time a little further up in the plane and our charter flight was for our for our oh. five-hour uh, segue on the tarmac. Oh, my God. How was your experience on, on the flight? I was tired. Like, were I you was sleeping? Ex- were you streaming? What were you doing? I was exhausted. I was just waiting for us to make a decision because I'm hearing, like, okay, we might leave in the morning to get off the plane or we might just, <laughs> you know, thug it out and just... Yeah. We stopped in Orlando and then we waited again to get on another plane. So like, that was the disheartening part right there. Cause I, we we heard we're turning around and we had been on the flight long enough to know that we were past Orlando a little bit yeah. down the East Coast. And then you know, we're diverting back. Nah, it was it was crazy, but I thought y'all know. I thought y'all handled that really well. Yeah, though. Everybody adversity. seemed in good spirits. Yeah, we was having fun bonding, yeah. you know. But you know, guys tired, but we was having fun for real, you know, bonding and just. You know, we were just happy to be on a trip and ready to play yeah, the game these days. So we was good. Though. Good mentality yeah, to take. Was, yeah. I, Lucas was on the tar- literally when we were on the tarmac off the plane. I think he had a speaker and he was playing the pump it up. You yeah, got the yeah, yeah. <laughs> nah, we was lit on the bus for real, <laughs> laughing, just having a good time. So yeah, it was, it was cool. The 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 feast we had when we got to the hotel too was was yeah, well yeah, worth. It was nice. It was nice. But we were just <laughs> shout ready out to that hotel for having yeah, being ready. Yeah, it was for, up yeah. at twelve a.m. Yeah. It was crazy. They had the pasta. They had the, yeah. the chicken ready to go. Yeah, we was tired. they ready to go to bed. Yeah, so honestly, I couldn't even sleep. I saw night. all y'all like everyone took a little to go thing. It was straight to yeah. The room. I went straight yeah. to my room, but I couldn't even sleep. Like I didn't go to sleep till like. Oh, it took you a minute. Two thirty because yeah. I was sleeping on the plane and all that. So, yeah, you know how it is. Not ideal, but those days are gonna happen. Yeah, yeah, And, for sure. and it, we did not come out lethargic at, <laughs> at no. all. I mean, you jump, we jump out to that yeah. lead. Let's let's talk about that game. Let's start with UConn. I mean, another. Awesome performance um, mm-hmm. from Kiwan, three straight now. I mean, you, you had a touchdown in there right. in stride right before the end right. of the half. Uh, just take me through that particular game, like how how you guys were able to come out so strong, even despite the, the travel day before. You know, honestly, I felt like we came in that game being, like, well prepared. Like, we knew exactly what they was going to do on this down, on it on this play. Like, we knew exactly what we was going to get. So knowing that and just attacking that with confidence, it was like, it was easy. Like, we were just having fun the first drive, and we was like, okay, like, we got these boys. So, like, that whole first half, we was clicking and clicking. And I feel like, you know, in that second half, you know, we, we, was, we was coming out with the same mentality, but, like, things start, you know, going their way, you sure. know. It's football, so, like, things like that. You felt happen. they'd have a counterpunch at some right, point. Right, right. So, we knew yeah. that was coming. So, like, yeah. we knew, okay, we got to put these guys away. Like, and then that's when they started scoring. We weren't answering. So, like. You know, a little nervous, but, you know, we, we finished the game, so. I didn't know on the final drive of the first half how Coach Yost was going to call that. Because we had a little bit of time, right? But you're mm. on the road, true freshman's first road start, right. a minute something left. I'm forgetting right now at the top of my head if it was you or Dean in the in the main game, but when Kiwan made a check at the line of scrimmage, I think it was your touchdown. Yeah, right. Be- anticipating the DB, Jumping. thinking it was going to be another screen. So right. he called that check, touchdown. Mm. Was was that drive, was your route, was that a check, or was that the route that you were supposed to run, that, that go route? Just take me through the touchdown play. You're talking about before the half? Before the half, okay, right, yeah. Um, what did you see defensively on that play? Or did, mm, did you no, kind of sense it? Honestly, yeah. 
I didn't know if Kiwan was going to look my way for real because the DB was off like 10 yards. Like, and normally, like, I have a choice to, like, run deep or, like, stop. So I, I did a little hesitation move, and I ended up getting past him. And yeah. when I looked back, the ball was in the air and just fell right in my hand. So I'm glad he trusted me on getting open, and, you know, we just got a touchdown. So How impressive has Kiwan's start been? been in your mind like you, you've seen everything he did and, and throughout the summer and yeah, fall yeah, yeah, camp yeah. but it's it's obviously different when true freshman really gets it gets in the game and you know you've been here a number of years you want mm -hmm. someone that can get you the football right, you know right, how, right. how impressive has this been dude you kind of anticipate expect this I didn't actually <laughs> um you know I was you know all for Grayson you know I'm Grayson come in and have a good season and just we ball out together but you know things turn and Kiwan got his chance and he made the best out of it so it's like I didn't expect it at all, and I know like you see other schools, true freshman quarterback come in and play lights out. That's exactly what lights out did was play lights out, and that's what he's been doing. So like I'm really proud of him and just his like spirit and his like aura for the team is really good. Like he always has a positive you know mindset and right. always laughing, always keeping us going. So like he's been real good for the offense and our team, and I think that's why we clicked the most because like. Okay, we know Kiwan's back there. Let's make plays for him. Let's block for him. So like, it's been good having him back there. And I, you know, I wish I had more years to play with him. Right. You know, I, I'm glad you referenced it. This is an interesting dynamic mm -hmm. that that maybe as you from a fan perspective, you don't think of it as much. But like you, you were with Grayson here with, with the previous coaching staff. You've right. seen his ups and downs, his journey to get where he was. Mm -hmm. Whoever the quarterback is. As a teammate, you, you got to support them. Right. You want to support them, right. right? But you you guys have had that shared background together. Mm. Um, so when it comes to Kiwan coming in, you have the responsibility as a teammate, even though you have that background with a player from a previous staff and previous memories with the program, right. you kind of have to transition to, to that. How What is the process of, of gaining chemistry with a new QB? with getting on the same page. Mm. He's done it pretty quickly. Uh, and right. What is your mentality when, you, when you're thinking, all right, well, this, we've got to develop something now here with the new guy. I'm, right. I'm, there's a little bit of hesitation to do that, mm. a little bit, oh, I've got to go through this again. Or um, What was your thought process when that switch happened? Honestly, all summer and all spring, you know, I've been working with both of them. Right. Like, you know, coming after practice or getting some extra throws in, even going in the film room and studying with both of them, like in the film room. So, like, when Kiwan first got his first start after that first game, he told all the receivers, you know, let's stay after practice, let's go to the film room. And, like, that's not, I haven't seen that yet in college. college. Like, it's, that's, that, that surprised me, and I was real happy to know. Yeah. have a quarterback to take charge and really, like, want to win, you know. Like, and it was great to see. So, like, you know, starting in practice, like, building chemistry with him, like, it wasn't that hard. Like, you know, he knew, like, I'm a good player. He's a good player. Let's let's build this connection to where like we can succeed and make big plays and just get this offense going. So that's what we did for real. One thing I think is interesting about Kiwan is hit what he watches in his free time. He doesn't mm. he doesn't watch the NFL. Right. This is what the coaches are telling me now, but I, I believe it. <laughs> he doesn't watch college other college football. He watches film. Do, are you similar? Are you watching other games? Like, do you mold your game off of a receiver in particular? How much other football are you watching, or do you watch more of your film? What's what's that dynamic for you? Nah, I don't. I don't watch my film at all. If I do, <laughs> you know, I just it's to like remind myself of who I am. Like, I'll go back and watch my 
high school highlights from like you know I'm really that boy like I'll go back and watch my film. We got to watch a little film, right? Like yeah, our yeah, previous yeah. games of like routes run or coverages. There's yeah, a, yeah, right, yeah, right. The baseline, I know, right? I know other teams are like studying me and stuff, so I look at myself and like realize, okay, if I do this here, they're gonna think I'm doing this, so I'll change it up some. But yeah. As far as like watching film, you know, I watch the opponent in front of me that I have that week, and I'll just see their tendencies. Do they back up at the line? Do they shoot hands? And I'll just anticipate that when I go in the game, so I'm mentally ready and physically ready for what I'm about to go against. Yeah. Do you model your, your game after anyone? Did you, was there um, a player growing up that no, you wanted to take facets of their game? Yeah, Deshaun Jackson, but, like, yeah. honestly, like, he's in the NFL, so they put him in, like, different positions as me. So, like, honestly, I'm just, like, my own person, like, to be honest. Like, Justin Jefferson, like, I watch him and stuff. Yeah. I take different moves from him, but, like, Honestly, I'm like use my own sauce for real. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah. yeah be your own guy. Yeah. Uh, let's let's talk, uh, rewind a little bit to your years here at FIU, your journey. I mean, mm. started in, in 2019. Right. I mean, you're the vet here. Right. You're, you're a right, vet right. now of this of this program. Mm -hmm. I think there's a player elsewhere in college football just petitioned for his ninth year of eligibility. I don't know if we're gonna get there. I saw that. Yeah, <laughs> but, nah, we're not. But you're at 19, 21, so this is year five. Yeah, year, year five. I think you still have an extra year of eligibility. Um, and it's like you've been through a coaching change. You've been through a redshirt year. You've been through a year where you had, I think, four receptions. Mm -hmm. And to put it in perspective, you had you had nine in the main game. Right, right. <laughs> I think at nine all 2021, actually. Mm -hmm. So you, then you, you match that in one game itself. Um, you you had a, a good season last year, but you had over 50% of your yardage in that, that main game itself. Like a big jump is happening yeah. right now. But before we get to that, like take me through your mentality through 2019, the 2020 COVID season. Mm. I feel we're in a phase, we're in an era now of college football where when those things are happening together, coaching change, lack of playing time, it's, it's easy to hit the portal. Right. It's easy it to say, hey, this is a, I need a, I need a change of scenery. Mm. What kept you going here over that point in time, to, which, is, which has helped get you to where you are now? What kept you going at FIU during that t point in time? Honestly, you know, when I got here in 2019, I knew there was guys in front of me, hard time, Gator, Baloney, you know, I knew I had to wait my turn, so I redshirted. And Coach Hill, my previous receiver yeah. coach, um, you know, he knew that. He knew that he was just trying to get me ready get me more built, and then that's when COVID season hit. And then things didn't go my way, then things didn't go the team's way, you know. We played five games, we lost all five. So like, there's a lot of ups and downs in this, and like, I didn't have a good year 2020, like, depression hit, like a lot of ups and downs, and I was just battling through it. I actually had like, moments where like, okay, I don't wanna be here no more, but like, I thugged it out, you know, stayed, and then 2020, my, Receiver coach passed away, yeah. Coach Aubrey Hill, rest in peace to him. And, you know, that took a toll on me for real. So, you know, just staying here was really, like, also for him. You know, I knew, like, if I stay here, things are going to play out. You know, like, positive is going to come. If I keep working and keeping my head down and just keep working and just staying focused on task at hand, not trying to think in the future and, like, Okay, what's gonna happen if I don't do this? What's gonna happen if I stay here? You know, you got you got guys like it's only three of us left yeah. in my class. Me, Jackson, and Fetty. So like it's only us three. All the other guys either got, you know, cut or transferred or just didn't believe in the vision. Right. So like, you know, I appreciate appreciate Coach Matt coming in here and believing in us and like 
installing a, a belief into our hearts that like we can actually win here. So like it means a lot. So you know my journey's been rough, but there's been a lot of good coming out of it. it taught me a lot. So I'm just happy to be where I'm at. When Coach mm. Mack came here, I mean, there was that period of time we didn't we didn't know who Coach was going to be. You, you were mm. waiting. Coach Mack gets here. What what were those initial conversations like? I mean, you certainly had a very tight bond with the coaches here, right. and, and obviously Coach Aubrey, and he's a, a legend of the South Florida Florida right. f- football community. Mm. You know, and so smile on his face everywhere. I know you guys mm. were very close. So new staff comes in. Um, what was what were those conversations? What did what did you want to hear? What did you want Coach to hear from you? that went into that decision to keep going? Honestly, you know, when they got here, everything was up for grabs. I didn't expect anything. Yeah. I didn't expect the coaches to say, okay, you're going to play here, you're going to start here. I still, I knew I had to earn it, you know, and, you know, battling. When they first got here spring, I, I sprained my ankle. So I was out for two weeks. I was having a great spring, and I was out for two weeks. Came back that spring game. I scored the only receiving touchdown, so... I was real happy about that. And then camp came. I got blindsided in camp. I was out for two weeks with a concussion. So, like, I didn't really get to prove myself until, like, the first Bryant game when I got in the second half in the fourth quarter and scored two touchdowns. So, like, I knew that I wasn't going to, like, be given anything. I had to go get it. So those first conversations were just like, hey, you want to be here? You want to play? Go get it. I didn't expect anything. We didn't really talk a lot. I didn't, you know, build a connection with you know Coach Mack and Coach Jay until like later in the season. Sure. Real, so, uh, one one more aspect of it before we move on, because I, I thought it was real powerful what you said about mm-hmm. about Coach Hill and, and and just you wanted to do it for him mm-hmm. moving forward. What what lessons did you learn from him, football wise, life wise, that right. you try to carry to to what you're doing right now? Honestly, Coach Hill, you know, everything was about football with him. A lot was about, you know, family, family and, you know, playing for something, actually playing for something. And that's what he taught me, you know, like you can't just come out here, you know, just lazadaisical, you know, expecting to be given everything. You got to go earn it and nothing's going to be given to you. So that's what Coach Hill taught me. Yeah, he was was a light. He was a light around this program. He was was real close to my family. Yeah. Family misses him a lot. I was, I knew his wife and his kid, so. Yeah, great, a great man to learn from as mm-hmm. you started and apply the, those lessons moving forward. Right. You mentioned that Bryant game, and I'm sure after all the years, that was finally like, all right, something, something's right. good to happen. And the injuries, right. COVID. Now we're starting to get on track. Mm-hmm. Had a really good stretch in the middle of the season too. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I know towards the end of the year, things for, for us as a team just started to fizzle a little bit, right. and we, injury bug hit us a, a little bit as well. But you know, we go from one win in two years combined to four. And when we said it on the broadcast a lot, like internally, like we knew the progress that mm-hmm. was being made. Maybe externally, four wins doesn't raise eyebrows nationally, right. but everyone around this program, like, mm-hmm. all right, we're starting to get on track here. Mm-hmm. We're, we're understanding. We get the top ranked recruiting class, and now we get off to this three and one start this year. Let's talk that main game. I mean, you tie the school record right. for receiving yards in a game. Pretty good company, Tyrese and a guy named. T.Y. Hilton. I think we've, we've all <laughs> heard of T.Y. Yeah. So good company there. Um, I was telling you, I didn't realize until after the game it was 201 because the stats were late in updating. Mm-hmm. But so you tie that school record, so many huge plays. And you know, sometimes those FCS games, you just find a way to win, get through it, mm-hmm. and then you figure things out for the next week, and boom, right. back-to-back wins after that. But that was a huge I – mean, you had some good games, touchdown. That's a, that was a nationally recognized game yes, for, for the receiving yards. How meaningful – 
was that particular game to you? Did you ever expect a, a single game performance like that? I did, honestly. Um, you know, my whole life, like even in high school, I put up 200-yard games. So like, I knew that that was something like I wanted to achieve. Like coming in, one of my individual goals was actually breaking the single game record. So like. After the game, guys telling me like, "Oh, you broke the record! You broke the record!" But like, turns out I tied it, which is fine too. <laughs> yeah. So I'm still going for it, but it was yeah, it was very meaningful. Um, I, I asked if you had envisioned a game like that. I almost you know I'd take that a step further. The kind of season you're having right now, like you're fifth of the country in receiving yards. And I know we have a, an extra game on most right. teams, but I mean there was a lot tech game where you know receiving yeah, and passing wasn't really any. a factor. So you essentially <laughs> have three have games any. of stats to your name. Mm-hmm. I mean you. You didn't come in as like with the hype or projections that maybe Tyrese had coming yeah. into last year. Like you had, a, you had a decent season. It wasn't all conference level or anything of mm-hmm. that nature. So how do you go from, we'll call it, let's call it a role player, if you will, mm-hmm. um, a, a role player in that wideout spot to, do you have the internal expectations that, hey, this is the kind of season I want to have? Does some of this surprise you? Or is it after the main game, your standard was raised for what you can accomplish? Like, Take me through that. Um, honestly, you know, last year being a role player, you know, Coach Matt Tubbs was like starring our role, and that's exactly what I was going to do. I knew, you know, Reese was coming off a big season. He was expected to have another big season. So I was going to be there, you know, the, the wingman to make plays too, honestly. And, like, just I knew, like, the next year, okay, it was my time to shine, and I was going to come in and, like, be the guy. So, like, the expectations for myself was, like, always high, you know. Um, that Law Tech game, you know, it was a lot for me. You know, that loss, I knew we could have won regardless of my stats or the receiver stats as a whole. Like, I knew we could have won. So, you know, that took a lot on me. But coming back after that next week and, you know, tying a record. Yeah. Yeah, it was a lot. I didn't expect it that game, but I was <laughs> definitely something I was shooting for, for sure. And um, I know I, I expected myself, you know, to have a big year this year. So. Some impressive plays goal. in that game, that touchdown. It, that wasn't in stride. You had to make a play on that right, first right, touchdown. Right. You know, roll out. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, mm-hmm. it's been it's been fun to watch. Um, you're not a South Florida. You're a South Florida guy now. Right. We'll say you are now, but <laughs> Jacksonville, years, right? Mm-hmm. Jack Mandarin High School. Yes, sir. Jacksonville. What was? Tell me, tell me what's what you like about Miami, or what what you like miss about Jacks? It's there's two two different different mm-hmm. cities to Definitely. me. Um, what was growing up in Jacks like? Jacksonville was more calm, you know, I was always in the house, you yeah. know, like, down here, like, <laughs> I'm always outside, but, like, honestly, like, over the past two years, I haven't really been outside, you know, I've really been, like, on my game and focused in, but when I first came down to Miami, like, it was, like, just getting out of getting out of the house, you know, just having fun with my roommates, my teammates, and just, you know, enjoying college and yeah. college football, so, like, Miami's definitely different. I hate the traffic, though, like. <laughs> In Jacksonville, is not a lot of traffic. Like, That's I true. I'd be in my car, you know, yeah. sliding. But down here, you can't do that because people would be driving crazy. So. Yeah, you got to have the Waze app. You use Waze. Yeah, yeah I, I actually yeah. got that. Yeah, that'll, mm-hmm. that'll save you. That'll yeah. save you a lot. Uh, who's, you said you're, who's your roommate right now? Um, Joe Hawker, okay. Christoph Polis, and A.J. Mathis. Okay. But originally, it was you know Nate Jefferson, um, Nathan White. Yeah. Um, and... Um, Lexington Joseph. Where where you guys are you in Tamiami? Are you in Panther Hall? Yeah, I'm in Tamiami. That's the that's the digs right now. Yeah. That's the place to be. I couldn't stand UT again. You know, <laughs> fifth year, like, nah. I was really trying to get off campus, but right. 
Things it's good. You're right life. across the street right, there. Right, right, right. You know, you I'm can, cool with being a champion. You can wake up a little later and still make mm -hmm. it to practice on time. Yeah, don't don't be too late though. No, 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 no. I'm always on time. I'm always on time. Are there 2K games going on in that in that suite in that dorm? No. Nah. What's the competition in that dorm? Is there? No. Nah, are you guys really, just too tired after yeah, practice? You get a nap. Chilling, honestly, I'm really the only guy really playing right now. You know, K1's hurt. Right. Joe's out. Like he's he's not really playing football anymore. And, AJ's coaching, so like, yeah, I'm really the only one playing football. Yeah, right yeah, holding up for the for the sweep. Yeah, for the guys. For uh, sure. Really excited about this weekend, uh, Liberty. I mean, we were talking off camera. Mm -hmm. Our probably our toughest test to date. You know, they're three and zero this season. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, really nationally recognized program by what they've done the last few years. Right. They were eight and one with some Power Five win. They, they beat Arkansas last year. Mm -hmm. You know, and they fizzled down the stretch with some close losses too. They beat Arkansas last year. They, yeah. Who yeah. scored? I think it's twenty one nineteen. Quote me on that, but I I, th I think it was. We yeah. got them this year too. That's yeah, so we'll be yeah we'll mm -hmm. be in Fayetteville. Uh, but no, they, they've had some impressive wins. They're three and zero to start this year. But we're also it feels their toughest test right, to, right. to date this year. What 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 is important in your mind as you've watched film and just prepared for another week uh, to to try to keep this thing rolling here at homecoming? Yeah, like honestly, there's another war we got to go take care of. Honestly, like we take it week by week. You know, Coach Matt taught, taught us to, like, don't, don't worry about the future. Don't worry about the past, the games we won, the games we lost. You know, just focus on the task at hand and beating Liberty. So that's really the goal, just beating Liberty. And, you know, like I said before, I'm preparing for this game like it's a championship because I know Liberty is a top contender in our conference. So, you know, winning this game would mean a lot for us. It'd be a statement win, right. no doubt, no doubt about it. Right. And you'd see it, and you'd see that reflected in you know the, mm -hmm. po the polls or national relevance, mm -hmm. you know projections, bowl projections. Joke on the broadcast. We can talk about the bowl projections. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah, know, yeah. we know it's taboo yeah, until yeah, not you, for sure. you, you know until until you get there. Mm -hmm. um, no, this has been awesome. This has been great. La last thing here, you know, if you could like encapsulate your five years here so far, just the experience at FIU, what it's meant, what you still. Your vision, you moving forward. It's not, it's not done yet. It doesn't. You might have another year here to to keep contributing, right. but you can't focus on that. You got to focus on Liberty. But mm -hmm. you know what? How do you feel? You've grown. How meaningful has it been to be a part of this program the last few years? And, and just what do you see moving forward? No, I really grew a, a love for FIU. You know, like I could have left. You know, yeah, I could have left. I really did not want to leave. Like, I got my dad telling me, well, my coach telling me, like, you can hit the portal, this and that. I'm like, dad, I want to stay. Like, you know, my dream is to, like, turn this program around. Like, shoot, if I got to do it single-handedly, like, that was my dream. Like, I wanted to turn this program around. I couldn't leave here knowing, like, I only won, like, two games here. Like, not counting my freshman year because I didn't play. But, you know, just this ride has been long, like. It's been a crazy ride here and like all the losses and you know the setbacks it's just finally you know the get back has finally happened so i'm really happy about like where we're at right now and you know scott carr and how he's helping us and getting more fans here and just the support we're feeling and it's great it's it's never yeah. been better i just i think back to just walking around the locker room after that Final game of the season in 21 in Hattiesburg at mm. Southern Miss, and just you know the sense of mm. finality, right? And how long ago that feels, yeah. and 
and then think in your situation, well, you were here two years before that st mm -hmm. <laughs> still, like it has been a journey, been but I'm really happy to see what's happening with it now and, and how it's, mm -hmm. how your, your stats, your numbers, your joy has, has grown here and, and hopefully just continues to keep rolling. And hopefully we have an awesome crowd here on Saturday. So you get the, get the sense it's going to be a good one. And uh, like you said, if we, keep stacking W's here, who knows, who knows how, how this can snowball. So looking forward to this, uh, you know, top five in the country receiving yards, more importantly, having a lot of fun and helping turn this around, three and one. Appreciate the time, man. This is awesome. No problem. Good luck this week at Surf. Thank you so much.